Welcome to A Better Way Financial Radio with Frank and Nick Guida. If you're planning to quit work in the next year or so, I'll bet you're wondering how the stock market will do over the course of your retirement. Analysts at Goldman Sachs are predicting that the S&P 500 will generate average annual returns of about 6% over the next decade. That's not so bad. That sounds pretty good. So why shouldn't we start putting everything in the stock market now? Well, I think uh, you never want to be overextended in the stock market because of you know what can happen in the stock market I mean every seven to ten years on average there's a bear market cycle and you know no matter how big your portfolio gets if you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna wipe away 35 50 percent of it every seven to ten years you know that you know and being completely at risk there in the stock market is not it's not good you know mm-hmm. so you want to have some have some mechanisms in place in your investment portfolio to help protect you against the downside when the market's do correct. And it's really not rare at all for the markets to have, you know, essentially a 10% correction almost every single year, at least a 10% type of stock market correction. So you need to be able to have the stomach for it. You need to be able to kind of be able to go up and down a little bit and not, you know, be totally freaked out, you know, if you're going to have money in the stock market, because that is just naturally how the stock market works. But you also want to have some mechanisms, especially as you're nearing retirement age, or if you're already in retirement, you're going to want to have some things in your portfolio, some mechanisms to be able to reduce some of that stock market exposure, some of that stock market risk, because if you are still kind of flying with the stock market at the, at the whims of the market, and right now, I mean, what the government is doing is they're um, doing a lot of quantitative easing. The government is using BlackRock to be able to purchase a ton of ETFs, which is driving the stock market prices up. Well, eventually, you know, what that can do is that can cause some inflation. It could cause some devaluation of, uh, of the American dollar. And it could cause, uh, you know, a bit of a market crash just from doing all of this quantitative easing. So it'll be interesting to, uh, to see how the markets play out, especially over the next year, given this is an election year. Yep. So there's a, a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of ups and downs going on right now. There is the quantitative easing and the low interest rates right now, which, you know, does mean that it's poised for, for further expansion and growth at this moment. But the environment changes on a dime, especially with technology today and how quickly trades can be placed and, and algorithms placing, you know, hundreds and hundreds of trades per day, you know, in some of these types of accounts. So um, really, you want to be able to have uh, professional management, uh, make sure that you don't have a situation where, you know, when the stock market has a crash, that you're going to be taking the full brunt of that crash. You know, you want to have mechanisms in place that are going to help protect your money better, especially if you're heading into retirement. You brought up the election and I started thinking about, you know, your clients and we're just a couple months away from that. How are they feeling about our potential next president with their portfolios? Well, a lot of people are uh, are definitely skeptical and, and worried about the market. And, you know, there's that kind of that quote that everybody says, you know, you vote and it's the economy, stupid, that matters the most, you know. Mm-hmm. So so we will see, you know, which way the tide goes when it comes to uh, the election. And uh, I think it's important that uh, no matter what happens in November or whenever we get the results back, because, you know, if they're going to yep. do a bunch of mail-in ballots, it may be weeks or months before they can count and calculate all of those. And we will see what happens. And during that type of time frame, that type of uncertainty is probably not going to be kind to the marketplace. So you want to be able to have things in your portfolio that are going to be safe, some mechanisms in place to be able to pull you out of stock market exposure when it's, um, you know, when the, the bang for the buck is not worth the risk. And there are times, you know, where that happens, um, you know, pretty 
often given today's very fast-moving economic climate. So, so that's what we do for our clients here at A Better Way Financial, and, uh, and people are really, really happy with how things are going. Now, ideally, you've spent time planning for retirement and thinking about how you're going to pull it off. But for many of us, this pandemic is forcing us to rethink our plans, although we've been through this many times before. Morningstar's Christine Ben says this recession isn't anything like 2008. One thing we saw in the last financial crisis is that older adults hung on to their jobs at higher rates than younger adults. This current situation appears to be different, where we have seen people 55 and above lose their jobs at a higher rate than the younger age bands. So I think we may see more people contemplating retirement either by choice or because they have had some sort of displacement as a result of the current crisis. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's been happening too. So is that what you're seeing and people coming in saying, hey, you know what, I think I may need to revisit my retirement strategy? Yeah, I think uh, I think that's definitely true. I think you, you're seeing a lot more often uh, some of the older folks being let go from, from their companies yep. faster than the younger folks just because you have a lot of owners and managers that are taking a look and saying, well, you know, we're paying this older person, you know, a lot more money and we're not going to get as much longevity out of them as we would younger people. So a lot of times, you know, these people in their 50s or, or 60s are, are the ones being let go first. But unfortunately, usually they're the people that have the most knowledge and know and understand how things work really well, uh, you know, at that particular company. And they understand the SOPs and they understand what's going on and how the business runs most efficiently. And, uh, and when you start weeding those people out, it can be problematic for the for the companies. But, you know, the a lot of times the companies are, are looking at the bottom line. And, you know, if they can get rid of somebody who's making, you know, 200000 and and hire somebody who's making 100000 you know, they're going to want to do that instead, especially as, um, you know, as the coronavirus is really impacting people's businesses. And if they can get cost savings through payroll by doing those types of maneuvers, then they might be making the decision to do that from a management and ownership perspective. So, so if you're one of those people out there who, you know, are nearing retirement and, you know, who have gotten let go or you're back into the job search again, or you're looking to see, hey, you know, maybe I'm not getting the opportunities that I should be getting because maybe these new employers don't want to hire somebody for a, for a three to five year type of period before another retirement would happen. And they have to transition into, you know, somebody who has a longer work lifespan uh, than they do. If you're one of these people who want to see if you can just make a transition into retirement or find something part time, then I highly encourage you to find out if the numbers work for you to be able to make that type of transition so that you can have more quality lifestyle than having to work a full time job. For instance, I uh, I had somebody recently who uh, who came in to my office and he was saying that, you know, he basically manages the plant that he works at. And uh, he was talking to the owner and, and they are doing so much less business now than they did pre-COVID that they're going to have to start doing some layoffs. So he had said, well, you know, he's about one year away from his retirement anyway. And so what he did was he said, look, you know, they're basically trying to push me out sooner than I thought that I was going to have to leave. So what he did was he came in and he, you know, we went over his investment portfolio. We went over his income needs. We took a look at his expenses and, you know, how much left on his mortgage he has and all of these 
these different types of items and put them into the financial planning software to find out if he can retire one year earlier than he had expected to be able to retire so that he can leave work now. And, you know, he wanted to be able to do that for his family. He wanted to be able to do that for his employer as well because they are looking for him to leave. So he um, came in to see if he can do it. And likely, you know, this person will be able to make that transition earlier than, uh, than he had previously planned for. And that's because, you know, financial plan is a living, breathing thing. And you want to be able to work with a financial advisor who uh, is going to be able to make adjustments and to be able to test different scenarios and be able to give you, you know, through a data-driven process, you know, what it will look like by making a transition into retirement. And so then we took a look at all of his different investments and we said, okay, well, if you retired basically in a month instead of one year from now, well, where would that income be? You know, where would we be able to take those investment incomes from? When should you turn on Social Security? You know, let's take a look at those pension options and what we can do with them because he has kids and he wants to leave some money to the kids rather than, you know, if he took the immediate pension annuity from his employer's office, he would have no legacy from that particular portion of his portfolio to go on to the kids. And that's not something that he was interested in. He would rather have, you know, instead of some pension or some insurance company eating the money when he passes away, he would rather have the ability to have that money pass on to his children after he's gone. So he worked so hard for it his whole life. He doesn't want to see that just vanish. So, you know, we went through all of those different options and we found that he can successfully uh, make a transition into retirement. But you don't want to be taking a guess on these things. Nope. You want to be able to have a data-driven process through complex financial planning that gives you a level of success rate, a probability of success that you know what that is going in before making uh, those decisions and, and making a, a successful transition. Find out more at a abetterwayfinancial.com. Investment advisory services offered through a Better Way Financial LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Frank and Nick Guida. NPN Insurance License Number 1978362 and Number 1636478.